0: Welcome to Global River Church Sermon of the
1: Week. We hope you enjoyed today's message. For more information about this podcast and other resources visit globalriver.org. Good morning everybody. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a blessing. we had a great time there and we're really like really really excited to, to share uh, the Word of God today. I have the privilege of having a wife that listens to the Lord. That it is it's a blessing, trust me. Sometimes she listens very, very well. And that is a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's phenomenal. So, um, so today I have a small challenge before we begin. And it is just, if you can, please stand. If you can. And I want you to stretch. Just, just, just as we say, just, just chill for a second. Just. All right. And close your eyes and and pray with us. Father God, I thank you, because today we have the opportunity to get up on that tree, to meet your gaze. We are in the crowd, but we can, and it is up to us to get up on that tree so we can meet you face to face. Father God, allow us to be less today, whatever that means for us. And for your word, to be shared today and for your word to remain we set aside anything else in your holy name and we focus on your word because everything will pass but not your word and i thank you for this time jesus amen you may be seated (laughs) may be seated and uh yes it's super fun to be here and um we have a message to share uh from the lord it's something it's a revelation that the lord has been giving to my wife and we are going to be back and forth today it's really (laughs) fun to to, to yeah. preach with you? And how you it's feel? the
0: first time that I will do it in English. So if I yes. do any, like make any mistake, just be patient with me. Just know <laughs> that it's
1: biblical because we're speaking in tongues. So. Yes.
0: So <laughs> you will have the <laughs> translation in your spirit.
1: So I want us today to go to John, the book, uh, Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 22. And if you're taking notes, I highly encourage you to take notes. It has been proven that you actually will retain more information. And I actually, uh, sometimes with the Hispanic church, I asked them, (laughs) and I had a couple prizes, and I asked, what was last Sunday's uh, service about? Give me two pointers. I'm not going to do that today, but the desire of my heart is that we are a church of note takers. Because you might forget things, but you can go home and revisit the things that the Lord has uh, spoken to you. So we're going to go to John chapter three. And in chapter three, we start. And the title for this message is let Jesus be successful. Let Jesus be successful. So we're going to start with this verse. And on uh, verse 27, it goes And John replied, No one can receive anything Unless God gives it from heaven. You yourselves know how plainly I told you. I am not the Messiah. I am only here to prepare the way for him. It is the bridegroom who marries the bride. And the bridegroom's friend is simply glad to stand with him. And hear his vows. Therefore, I am filled with joy at his success, he must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. So, the message here, we love to just give you the answer to the question. Isn't it great when you say, you're going to get a test, you're going to get a test, and the answer is A? We're just going to start with that. The answer is this. The answer is let jesus be successful because the thing is when we're pursuing the lord and we hear john's account which i find him to be a very um it's an incredible person an incredible testimony in the bible and he says i don't care i can be less and i want him to be more so With all this, Diana was asking, I'm going to introduce my beautiful wife here. You love so holy, beautiful, and pregnant. That's why you're, like, super beautiful today. And and the question was, oh, yeah, this is really cool. This is so nice. And I love it when the Bible just shoots these revelations at you. But it's like, but then what? Like, how do I, what utensils do I use to eat that? And that's what this message is all about. So we're going to highlight, the Lord has asked us to highlight a couple of things today and what it means to let Jesus be successful.
0: So at the beginning, Matt and Sarah, they said, be ready. Be ready because the glory is coming. And we have been listening that, to that, like every Sunday service, every Wednesday night. So we need to be ready. And I think this preaching is about being ready. How can we be ready, you know? Because it's like, okay, how can we be ready for revival and the Lord? How, What I can do? So this uh, preaching has some answers. So first of all, the key to allow Jesus be successful is to... Uh, be less as John the Baptist says and it's amazing because he said I'm filled of joy just letting him be successful so I'll become less so sometimes we say like oh I'm here dying for Christ I have to die again and be quiet I have to no it's like we can die full of joy because Jesus will have a way and John the bus Baptist was so excited doing it. So what does it mean when we say that Jesus is successful in my life? So probably there is more things than this, but we found three things. The first thing is it means that my life and decision-making process is rooted in love. If Jesus is successful, love always wins. That's like a law you know when when they said jesus what what is the most important um um, commandment he said love god and love your neighbor so whenever loves wins in your life in your family in your relationships in your thoughts you know that you can love jesus with your thoughts when you think good things that's when jesus is successful ephesians 5 2 says Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. You know who, who was the first to be less? Jesus. And he loved us so much in that cross. So that's the key, literally. So 1 John 4, 16 says... We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. There is nothing more amazing that God lives in the middle, like in us, you know? And the way to allow that is to be rooted in love. So if we want the glory, if we need to be ready for the glory, we need to calibrate ourselves in love that will maintain the glory close to us so uh, second of all uh, Jesus is successful in my life means that we are obedient because love is tied to obedience John 15 9 to 11 says I have loved you even as the father has loved me Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments, and remain in his love. I have told you these things, so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. So, (laughs) being obedient is a very important part to be rooted in love. Uh, and the last thing to be, to let Jesus be successful, so yeah, love, being obedient, and is when we let the Holy Spirit work freely in our lives. We can believe in God, we can believe in Jesus and be safe, but we can block the Holy Spirit. Do you know that? Because sometimes we don't let him transform us. We don't let him talk to us. We don't let him do a work that he wants to do. So Jesus was the one who said, hey, let me go back. He, he become less in some point, you know. He said, let me go back to my father so you will receive the Holy Spirit. He opened a way for him. Huh? So that we found that in John 16, 5 to 8. Uh, so he said, and, and when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. So these three things are the key. When we are rooted in love, when we are obedient, and when we when we let the Holy Spirit work in us, we are letting Jesus be successful in our life.
1: And this is something that I've always um, thought about. In this verse, I love it because let's 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 think for a second. So you're with Jesus, and at this point, after Jesus is resurrected, he's doing amazing things. He has always done amazing things, but he's like. another level he's just showing up in places going through walls i mean he's like he's the he's god in the flesh he has resurrected so i asked myself why why is he just not staying forever in in, here in the flesh why is he not just like ruling now i thought that i mean we could we will have this the image of God among us and we will all abide and we will have the reign of Christ and he it'll be amazing. Why not now? He says, no. It's better for you that you receive the Holy Spirit. And that messes with me a little. Because like, so that there is more. So Jesus is setting out an example that we must wane. That we need to be Less. And when we abide to that, it's not easy. Loving, you can t- uh, measure the temperature of your love if at the beginning you're a little annoyed, <laughs> but you are listening to God. Sometimes what we think is love needs to be calibrated. And the only measure in which we can calibrate as is when we hear the Holy Spirit because And we we, we see this, it's just not a thought, it's just not a spirit, it's a spirit that reveals Christ, which is the way to the Father, and that reveals scripture. So we can rest assured that we can let go if we're truly listening to the Holy Spirit. And to make sure that that happens, it takes a lot of us. Actually, we need to start in that process of being less. And through this, God highlighted three keys. We're talking about three answers. Now we're going to talk about the three key areas in our lives when the Lord wants us to be less. And to be less is hard. You know that I, sometimes I like to be raw, sometimes way too raw. But sometimes, if your beautiful pregnant wife is throwing up at 3 in the morning your precious child who will rule them all is crying out when you're tired you're exhausted and when your cat has broken her leg so you hear the stomping cast around and when your neighbors are complaining because you're too noisy (laughs) your downstairs neighbors and you pour out yourself in praise no (laughs) I'm like this is the worst Lord take me now ah. the first time you're like and I can do all things in Christ well but then's the third night and there's the fourth and there's the 30th it's tough but there's no exception This is when we need to be less. And I love it because the Bible, it's so real. And I love to simplify the Bible so many times because I need to dumb it down for myself as well. So this first three keys, we're gonna start with this one, which is... Yes, oh,
0: it's good. So it's marriage. So if you are not married, that this is going to work for you whenever you're going to get married but if marry. you mm-hmm. marry marry uh, but yeah this is for everybody yes. but we're going to focus in marriages so okay i'm going to talk to the women women or yeah, women
1: to the women first to the women first don't worry guys and Nico i got you will
0: talk to the men <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> women in marriage we have some spiritual laws for us as women If we don't do what the Lord says, we can destroy our home. Even if you are so spiritual and you love Jesus, but you don't apply this, we're going to bring so much trouble to our houses. So, let's read Proverbs 21, 19. It says... (laughs) Write it down,
1: man. (laughs) Write it down. Write it down.
0: It is better... (laughs) It is better to live in a desert land than with a woman who argues and causes trouble. Proverbs 2715 to 16. An arguing woman is like water falling drop by drop on a day it is raining. To try to stop her is like to trying to stop the wind or like trying to catch oil in his right hand. So I was laughing because months ago I, I was in my devotional time and I read this. And I was like, hmm. So I went to Nico and I said, uh, I call him mi amor, like my love. He said, mi amor, do you know that the Bible says that whenever I'm arguing or just being very noisy with you, you want to live in a desert? That's true. And he said, oh, my God, that's so true. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So I need to chill. <laughs> because as women, we want to do everything perfect. Men, As women, we we are multitask. We can see the little details that you cannot see. So whenever we repeat, 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 it's because you are not listening. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah, amen. But then suddenly we become this kind of woman and we have to stop. So what the Lord told me is this. You can change things. Like, you can change some things at home. Sometimes I tell Nico, hey, we can do this. And he said, yes. But the things that he cannot see or the things that your husband is not changing very quickly and you are still like, you need to stop, go to your knees and pray for God to change him. Because if not, he will will like to be in the desert more than in your house. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I learned that And just a quick testimony yeah, go ahead
1: <laughs> Tell them, let them know
0: When <laughs> we just get married I was so happy Yes, we were just in that first time, you know But we started to argue a lot about food I was very healthy in Colombia and I was very eating happy vegetables, Eating vegetables, fruit. And Nico was eating hamburgers and fries For breakfast, lunch and dinner <laughs> So I was trying to just change that, you know But he was impossible so we start to fight 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 so the first year i think it was a lot of arguments about that so one day the lord told me you have to stop and you have to pray about it and give it to me and just be happy just eat just eat with him (laughs) so I, i started to be less i started to be more quiet And he started to recognize the need of being more healthy. And it started to be a balance between us, and we stopped fighting. So it was like, okay, the things that I cannot control, I need to go to my knees. So woman, we need to be less, because our husbands needs us, and our children needs us in a kind spirit. That's the Bible says. It's not, it says like, you don't need elegant hairstyles and elegant shoes, well, it's beautiful, and the Lord will give it to us. <laughs> but it's like, don't put your face in that. Put your, your eyes and have a kind spirit and lovely spirit. So, First Peter 3, 2, 1 says, Wives, obey your own husbands. Some of your husbands may not obey the word of God. By obeying your husbands, they may become Christians by the life you live without saying anything. Without saying what? Anything. <laughs> and the men say... just messing with you so so yeah if we want to have a good marriage full of harmony and the presence of God women we have to be less and that's not easy I know it I know it but we can do it because Holy Spirit lives in us you want to
1: tell them another story
0: what which one I don't know well I have another one (laughs) (laughs) but But I'm gonna wait for it later okay yeah
1: okay (laughs) Gentlemen, don't worry, I got you. <laughs> Guys, I, I hear this. We, we, I see men loving that verse that women must submit to their wives. But those who love it is because not, read, not are not reading the whole thing. In that verse, there's only one person that has to die in that relationship. And it's not the wife. Because when I'm talking to men, I'm going to say it again gentlemen we are the ones who are supposed to be dead and it sucks <laughs> i'm being real at the that's your flesh talking but i heard i read this and i put a little surprised emoji because in colossians in chapter 3 on verse 19 i'm going to focus on something but when you go home, uh, and, 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 well, we just went through that, I'm sorry. In Ephesians chapter 5, I want you to highlight, write that down, and study it at home. Because the whole purpose about letting Jesus be more and us be less is we're seeking after the power of God. We're, we're seeking to see his glory. We're, we're seeking, we're seeking. But we're missing the point that we need to stop seeking, and we need to, to, st- to start being less. So, men. The chapter in Ephesians 5, it's amazing because it talks to the men. It says, and I'm going I'm to quote, I'm going to go back to Colossians chapter 3 for a second. It says, husbands, love your wives and sometimes, no, never treat them harshly. It doesn't say sometimes. It says never. Never. A quick story. Uh. When I was about to date Diana, I, I was getting out from uh, we had rehearsal and I had my guitar and I was walking out of the building and I was like, I think I like her. I'm going to pursue her. I finished the word "her" and Lord says, "No. You're to deal with me, gentlemen." I learned this and I'm still green. The house is still new, and I firmly believe that marriages are like houses they can look as beautiful as the day they were finished and built and even more, but it takes a lot of work. I've heard so many times from so many people older than me, I honor you, I'm still figuring many things out, but I heard, oh, uh, just way after the six month mark, I heard some friends that just got married, they're, they're eight months into it, uh, and like, well, we, we got after the six month and we're doing well, I'm like, that's not true. That's not true. Oh, wait until you have your children. Oh, it's going to be all about the children. Your sex life is going to be terrible. That's not true. The Lord, he wants you to enjoy and focus in your marriage. That's why in Ephesians chapter 5, go home and read it. It gives guidelines for spiritual guidance, for a spiritual walk. And in those guidelines, it talks about marriage. And... When we men, when we answer harshly, when we treat our wives in a very harsh way, and you know what I'm talking about, when you're like, mm. <laughs> when you're quiet because she's saying something from the other room, and you're like, mm. but it's it's just gentle enough, so she kind of doesn't hear, but she knows, so it's making no use. Gentlemen that avoids our prayers to be heard by god when we treat our women our wives harshly it's an issue and this is the thing it only works when we are both being less before you say well say it and yes
0: Go ahead. so the thing to this point and we have to run probably we're going to have 10 minutes more of your time just to finish the preaching but um When we were, like, studying this and when the Lord was giving us uh, this part of the preaching, the Lord told, like, he woke me up at 5 a.m. and he said, Diana, but it's important that you tell them that if it's just one of them working with the Lord and the other one is not, that's going to bring injustice to the home. Because, for example.
1: Men, there's a lot of women doing the homework. And there's a lot of us who is not. There's a lot of women waking up really early. Sometimes my wife, and she's the one pregnant, breastfeeding. And she's the one waking up sometimes early. She's sometimes being the Holy Spirit voice in my house. And I said, me first, putting myself in the pyre first, because I know that it happens here. Men, it It shows. It shows.
0: And yeah, the Lord told us, like for example, let's say that Nico is doing the job. He is going to God. He is trying to have make decisions inspired by the Holy Spirit. He is trying to do his best. Even he is asking for forgiveness whenever he just make a mistake. And I'm like, ah, but you did this. Okay, I will forgive you. And I don't think that that's the good decision. Let's do something else. I've been very harsh on him, you know, because I'm not obedient, because I'm not doing my part. Or let's say that I'm doing my part, and he's treating me harshly. So that's injustice in the home. And women, men, you will... ¿Cómo se
1: dice? Oh, you're the one who has to give accounts to the Lord, not to the wife. Yeah, and because
0: that's that's so hard. So the Lord said, just have the same jugo.
1: Yeah, it's the same joke.
0: So the same joke. So, so both I- together. The
1: thing is, we've learned, we're learning, and the Lord is showing us that it takes two. When men, I have the blessing of being able to be open at my ha- at my home with my struggles, because I have a wife. That doesn't point her finger at me when I do so that will not work, men. I was just being a little bit harsh on you, but let me just say this it doesn't work, ladies it doesn't work if your husband is surrendering to the Lord and you 're not right
0: And what Nico is saying is very important because I learned that it's not that I 'm perfect uh, because i I sometimes in my past I used to like have all the rec- uh, how you say that, como todo no, no, no olvidar, to uh, not forget uh, yeah so the Lord told me you can't point whenever he's opening your heart, you can point his mistakes because he's literally humble himself before me and then before you, so whenever your husband do that, just if you ha- if you want to do, say something that is not from the Lord, just bite your tongue to the side that helps <laughs> and 10 seconds to bring compassion
1: and that will help so i'm
0: gonna go to the next point because i want uh, it's already man one
1: thing if you have this is a problem i'm gonna be open with you uh sorry i'm assessing the room because i want um a quick parenthesis we have we love the children's church because there are some things that are set up here that might not be the right time for them to listen uh, I don't see any children, so I'm, I'm, I'm still not going to be too real. But, men, if we enjoy having sexual intimacy with our wives, but if we don't enjoy having intimate times of prayer alongside our wives, we have a problem. And I had that problem. I'm very open. I'm transparent. I'm honest. I made it, uh, made it so I would never lie to my wife, and I try my best not to but sometimes I'll be annoyed. And I will not like, it will just not click to pray with her. It will not click to worship with her. And it was difficult. But the Bible says it so clear. Guys, if you're not going to have sex, go and pray with your wife. Because the sexual intimacy and your prayer time is the same thing. And men, if your prayer life is not on par with your wife's, W- we have a problem and we need to be less
0: and we tell this like we are open because we've been growing on all, all of this you know it's not it's
1: not easy it's not easy
0: but uh, we have seen in our in our marriage like the fruit all of all of this so we need to be less and less in our marriage so the second point is we need to be less and less here at church and what the lord gave us for the church is this so Uh, Imagine that we have three chairs here. So this first chair, chair is for the accuser. How many accusers exist? Who can tell me? One. Yeah, the Bible says in... Uh, Revelation 12:10. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth, the one who accuses them before our God day and night. So in this church, literally Satan is sitting down. Okay? Can you imagine? Perfect. In this chair, there is the righteous judge. How many righteous judges exist? One, God. So he's here, you know, his glory sitting down. And here we have a chair. This chair is for us. So the Lord told us there is a problem inside of churches and sometimes we think that we can accuse our sisters and brothers. We see the problem, we see that they are sinning, they see something and we sit down in this chair. Well, you are sitting down in Satan's lap because it's only one accuser. God doesn't need two accusers, just one is enough.
1: The problem is that your flesh loves it.
0: Yeah, but there is when we need to be less. And then we need the Holy Spirit again repented because we are not calling to accuse our sisters and brothers. But then (laughs) we think that we judge. And what is the difference between judging and accuse? That we use the Bible and our relationship and our spiritual mature to say that somebody is wrong. (laughs) So I don't know what is worst. But when we (laughs) sit down in this chair, we believe that we are God so we can point. And that's not good because the only one who sees the entire movie is God. So whenever we said that person is blah, 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 just don't do that because he, God is the only one who can judge. And this, everybody's in a different process. Everybody's in a different process of healing and with the Lord. So the Lord told us, don't sit down in any of those. We need to become less, not believe that you are God. Don't sit in Satan's lap. <laughs> But it in the chair of love, which is 1 John 5, 16. If you see a fellow believer sinning in a way that does not lead you to death, you should, you should pray, and God will give that person life. So whenever you see something in someone, maybe you have a spiritual discernment that is amazing. My husband has a spiritual discernment that he can see demons in people. <laughs> but that cannot be used to accuse or judge. That only can be used to pray and intercede. Sometimes the Lord showed us some things, and He said, don't do anything, just pray. Don't talk even about it. It's like, okay. Sometimes the Lord says, you have to go and say it, because if not, you're gonna uh, also carry that. You're gonna be, uh, how you say that, culpable tambien? You'll be guilty. You'll be guilty.
1: Now, should we say, should then we be quiet and allow sin? No. The thing is this. It pains your heart. When the moment comes when you can relate to, to Paul and says, you know what? Just, just, just take me. Like, like, forget about me. But I want everybody to be saved. When you, when you see Abraham, when you have that heart, when it's so broken, that's called love. Where you're letting yourself, when out of your mouth says, you know what? I don't even want to go to heaven if you can save them all. That sounds like Jesus. So when we have love in us, that's where we can actually go and confront people. Because you're not going to be righteous, self-righteous, and telling them what's wrong. No, it's going to pain you. It's going to be hard. Because our flesh loves to condemn. It feels delicious. And sometimes you have a verse for that. But we have to be less.
0: The thing is when we are judging or accusing, that fits our pride. And whenever you feel that I'm better than that person, be careful. You are sitting down in the wrong chair. But whenever you say, oh, Lord, please have compassion over that person. Please save that person. This person is in this hole. I can see it. Please go. That's the chair of love. So if we want to host glory, we need to stop sitting down on those chairs. Because glory will come in a chair of love. Amen.
1: You'll do more in less time. Then if you have an hour to confront somebody, trust me, yeah. the 60s, the, the, the 30 seconds you'll have can change somebody's life because there's a power of the Holy Spirit talking to you, not your arguments and self-righteousness.
0: Amen. So I invited Sarah to, Sarah Hauser, oh, it's maybe in the back, getting ready um, for this part because uh, we're going to uh, share it and then start praying in, well, the Lord, Oh yeah this part okay so (laughs) the third part so the first part was marriage the second part was here at church with this that we told you and the third part is about the holy spirit a person who is less is because is developing the character of jesus and is developing the fruits of the holy spirit church this is the part that i was praying for because for two weeks the lord woke me out at 5 a.m and repeat this to me to tell you. And I was like, Lord, this is hard. This is hard to tell, give me the right words. And Nico at some point was like, are you sure you have to say that? But he's like, I, can, I need to be obedient, like he told me. So, first of all, church, what happens if my body grows in not in balance, you know? Like, let's say that this arm grows very, very, very long, and this one is like this, there is no balance. So the Lord is calling us to have balance in a spiritual life. What does it mean? Galatians (laughs) 5, 22 to 23 says, but the Holy Spirit Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law, law against these things. This verse doesn't say, and when the Holy Spirit is in you, you will shake, go around, jump, jump, jump. And that means that you are filled with the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you this because this is the part that for me is hard to say, but please um, see my heart in that. <laughs> so the Lord told me, it's so hard when people make idol of sensations because the Holy Spirit is more than sensations. If you are making decisions because you are saying, oh, I'm sensing that God wants me to run and to give this and to do this. I'm not saying that the Lord doesn't do that. I'm a sensor. <laughs> I feel the Holy Spirit in my body, in my heart. I have sensations all the time, but that's why I learn, because if our, if our spiritual walk with the Lord is rooted in that we're gonna make a lot of mistakes jesus never said okay disciples i'm sensing that god wants this he never said that i'm sensing that god wants this no he said i'm gonna pray every morning the lord will talk to me okay let's let's go to capernaum let's go and do this oh we cannot go there and he was listening straight the word he was not oh i'm sensing from god no he was saying i'm listening from god and that was very very amazing decision so the church the god is calling us to make a balance and to be careful to not move by sensations then sensations will come i love to feel the holy spirit i love those kind of things but the lord also told me <laughs> the Lord also told me that if we don't change that, we cannot host glory because we won't understand the glory. <laughs> because we're gonna just move and do a lot of things, and the Holy Spirit is like, I'm not asking you to do that. We need to know Him in order to understand what He likes and what He doesn't like, because he, because He is so precious. So
1: the the character, the thing is this. The power of the Holy Spirit, it belongs to God, and it's His. But your character is your responsibility. And sometimes we, we think that it's a wash. Let me say something. The power of the Holy Spirit can come on you. It can set you free of sinful habits, of many different things you can have a breaking point in your life that's biblical that happens but what we need to understand is that god's glory it's his your character is yours and it's our responsibility to work in our character because we want to host the presence of god and the glory of god more and more to be less and less
0: and for me personal i love to see people whose character is growing in the lord more than that oh i'm doing this i'm sensing this because that has like a lasting fruit, you know. I know a pastor in Colombia, he's in revival for 30 years. His church has new people, 2,000 new people every weekend. So they we don't saw have that to have a church go out. growing
1: from 300 to 80,000 in what, and seven it years? It hasn't
0: stopped, yeah, it hasn't stopped. And one day he said, You know what? I never feel anything. I just go every morning, I pray from five to seven to five to six, one hour every day, and I hear from the Lord. And I was like, that's so cool In some point after I, I, I listened to that I said Holy Spirit I want you to stop to giving me feelings I just want to grow in just believing and just listening to your word so
1: should we look for the supernatural should we seek for the signals should w- it's biblical yes we should what we want to be very careful because and, and we don't want to say that it's not from God because it is from the Lord the Bible says so but here the point is it's not about that And the Lord has highlighted in our lives that your expectation should not be on that. Your expectation should be on how less of you can become can be in the in the equation.
0: And that brings us to the last point. Amen. Thank you, Father. And the last point is this. There's the story in Matthew twenty-five, one through thirteen. I'm going to just say it to to just don't take that much time. But is the ten brides. The ten women who was waiting for the bride. This ten women was there. They all were in b- white. They were. They all believed in the bride to come, you know. But only five. Sorry, and the bride's groom, and the bride's groom. Yeah. So <laughs> they o- they all were waiting. They all were have their their lamps, but only five were wise, and they bought enough oil to to wait you know the other ones didn't wait so you said but the other said hey can you share your oil and, and they say, no we cannot share it you have to go and buy yours but the bible says share if someone asks you something give it so it's like why they t- couldn't share and it's because the oil represents your relationship with the lord you cannot transfer your relationship with the lord you cannot transfer your intimacy you only can transfer, yes, prayer and gifts and just pray for people, but the oil is personal, so.
1: Man, there is so much that can be done, but trust me, your wife's prayers are not enough. The, your household needs yours. We need to be less and seek after him because there are many households that are supporter by only a uh, one set of knees and those are not the husbands
0: and we in voa somebody preached about the oil well a lot of people but somebody said salvation is free but the oil has a price I think so it was heidi baker no no it? no no it was not heidi baker who was it pastor tom knows who was it they you who can said rewatch that. <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah. the live stream but the thing is we need to pray a pay a price but that price is not too high you know that it's just to set aside time to the lord and what we can do in intimacy also the lord told me we need to be as Elisha and elijah Uh they all the time the bible said i'm coming in the name of the lord how do you say that? In whose presence I stand. So they didn't say, in whose presence I was in Sunday, or in whose presence I was on Tuesday. In whose presence I stand. That's in
1: First Kings Every chapter day. eighteen.
0: So that's our relationship with the Lord. So the Lord told me, told us, <laughs> that the secret place of some of us is broken. The secret place is damaged. The secret place is full of antichrist and blood. like there is people here that cannot read the Bible more than one minute or fall asleep. There is people here that they feel a wall whenever they pray. So you get here obviously, church, we can get get a feed here, but you need to get your oil every day at home. So <laughs> the conclusion of this message, and we're gonna pray, is the only way for us to be less and for Jesus to be successful is being at the cross. Laying down at the cross. That's the only place where if you cannot forgive someone, you close your eyes and you see Jesus forgiving the entire world. The worst sins. And you said, yes, I can forgive because you can give me that forgiveness. It's at the cross that if you cannot maybe be quiet and just love your husband better, you can say, okay, I'm at the cross where Jesus died for me and to for me to love my husband, and for me p- to love my wife.
1: The only place when we can really be less is at the cross, is at the feet of Jesus. Not when you're jumping because you got a medical bill, that the only solution in your brain is to work twice as hard and you're very stressed and you start harshly start talking harshly to your wife because of that I heard this and I wish I would have known this when I was single so single men write this down a group of women said the following men we don't care about your wallet we care about your purpose women I didn't know this it should have saved me so much trouble true. Men, your wife is not going to think less of you if you're broken, crying on your knees looking for the Lord. Because your wife will get to witness God giving you the crown. Because you have put yourself so low. And you know what? You can because Jesus did it first we have men the absolute blessing of Jesus decided to come as a male so he can restore he can be broken for us so we can follow his feet so we can be at the cross with Christ I am crucified and it will hurt you and as I never smoke cigarettes but I've seen many people that quit cigarettes and the week after the the worst because they have withdrawal man you're probably the first day you're going to be bored when you start dying to yourself. But keep dying. Be at the cross. Because when we, and this happened to me, we're just being honest. When we look at the cross, not as self-sacrifice, not as you trying to go back to work at 8 p.m. to try to get everything together together. Man, we are good doing that and we can break our backs. We know that, right, man? We'll do that. We'll do that for our wives, we do that for our children. But we'd we, we rather have broken knees than broken backs. It's better because it's the cross and the glory in your marriage will be given to the Lord. And the Bible says that there has never been seen a righteous man unattended by God and his children begging for bread. And righteous men are where? At the cross.
0: And God is so good because what he wants us to do is, yes, the glory is coming not only to this building, but to your home, but to your secret place and whenever we are here together the oil is going to be massive (laughs) because we all are walking in that oil and being less so I want to invite you to stand up to go to your knees and before we start praying we're going to worship the Lord told us worship me first because that will open their hearts to me so this song is called at the cross because if we want to be less we need to be there so let's sing all together thank you Jesus and in this moment I want you with your eyes closed yes we, we want to invite you to the front but we will call different people and different needs and right now the first thing that the Lord told us is if your secret place it's dry if you cannot pray if you need if you want to bring oil to your home but do you need to just be free to have that relationship with the lord maybe you come to, to church and you receive but you don't know how to do it please come and we're going to pray for you and we're going to pray for all our secret places and so lord we really want that you heal our secret place we ask you for forgiveness if we are not responding we ask you lord that you clean up our houses the spiritual air lord we want to go deeper we want to worship you and the lord is telling you you know what you can come and tell me how you're feeling you can come and forgive others you can come and worship me it's not only just to read the bible and try to talk to me you can worship you can create songs you can paint your room in a different color and just make something creative for us for the for both of us for jesus and you (laughs) Thank <laughs> you. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare that any antichrist spirit that is in the secret place should leave this church in the name of Jesus, that we all are going to bring new oil in our houses, in our secret place, and then here all together, the oil is going to overflow to the city, but we're going to be less and less and less in our secret place, and we're going to see you being greater, greater, greater in our homes, Lord. Thank you, Holy. Spirit, you, Jesus, Father,
1: God. Jesus, and to the man today, the Lord wants you to be like Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was in the crowd, and he knew that Jesus was around, and he got up on a tree. If Zacchaeus would be alive today, he would probably be wearing a Rolex, very expensive clothes, and man, if every man here has tried to climb a tree, you know you get dirty. You know the clothes tear. But he didn't care. And the Lord, I feel, I know, the Lord today wants us men to do just exactly like Zacchaeus did and get up on that tree. Man, we're full of pride sometimes. But when we climb that tree, there's no pride. But when we do so, when we go against our flesh, our resting time, because, yes, we've been working hard all day and we'd rather maybe sit down and watch a video. But when we stop that and we go up on that tree, when we go into the secret place, up there, you'll meet with the eyes of Jesus. And the Lord wants us men. He wants us to look at us in the eye. And if it doesn't matter if your secret place was broken. If it doesn't matter if, that's, if you say, yeah, that's just not me. Just be less today. If it doesn't matter you have never done it. And if you're hearing right now thoughts like, ah uh, why start now? Yeah, I'm not going to become that guy. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it for real. No. Today is the day. What if everything ends today? Today, right now is the time to get up on that tree. And Jesus, I can hear you. Help me get up this tree because I want to see your face. And when my thoughts surround me and wage war on me, you will meet me there. Your eyesight, your eyes will be looking at me. And Father, we pray today for the men of this house. For us, including myself, this is just not preaching to the choir. Lord, we need you in our secret place. Let us be less when we are less, when we are less. And if you feel that your wife doesn't respect you, if you feel that maybe your wife just doesn't look at you the same way, And if your marriage is is struggling, give your heart to the Lord. Give your heart to the Lord. He is the one who will look at you through your wife's eyes. Father God, we pray today for marriages, for our church, for who we are, God, to be less.
0: And for women, the Lord has so much love and compassion. And there is broken women here, probably single mommies that has been so hard. And the Lord is just giving you so much love right now. He is your husband. He's saying, "I got you, my daughter. I got you, my sweetheart." Lord, I, we ask you as congregation that all those single moms. That are literally fighting a fight for their sons and daughters, that you strengthen them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That right now, you, you have been less a lot, <laughs> and the Lord is going to be greater in your life. And for those women who probably you are paying the price, the spiritual price at home, the Lord is saying, Don't. No te canses de hacer el bien.
1: Don't get tired of doing what's right.
0: Porque a su debido tiempo cosecharás. Because
1: at the right time you will reap a harvest.
0: Tus oraciones por tu esposo
1: your prayers for your husband
0: son muy importantes. Are
1: very important. Y
0: nadie más puede orar así por él and más nobody que tú.
1: No one varies can pray for him like you do.
0: So Lord, thank you so much for all the wives, all the women in this room, in this room, even for all the single women because you are getting strength you are learning for the future the lord is giving you wise wisdom right now so receive from the lord that wisdom because he is training you he's showing you and father thank you because for all the single women you are their husband and you treat them with so much love and for those women who are single here he says i will love you love you love you in that secret place you we are dating in that secret place just bring your colors bring your music bring your worship and be in love with me because you have eyes for me and in the right time i will bring the right man but right now your eyes are are mine so thank you father because we all said we want to be the wise bride the wise person who brings oil who brings extra oil who has paid a price because at the cross you already paid a price lord oh jesus we love you thank you for this beautiful time and thank you because we're gonna grow we're gonna be less to let you be greater and here is at the cross where we let everything go when we forgive people when we just surrender to yourself so church let's let's sing this just to finish giving everything to jesus and being less before him thank you father
1: so let's thank nico and diana thank you pastors (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) praise god well i think we heard some wisdom today thank you all god bless you if there's any visitors here that would like some more information, we'll, we have a team that will meet you in the cafe. Don't uh, forget Kingdom Men and Kingdom Women tomorrow night at 7, and also uh, Wednesday night we're doing the God's Generals teaching, and so God bless you all. Have a great day. Don't forget to vote Tuesday.